Hello everybody, how are you? I'm alright. So this is second day at Broadstairs, which is very good. Um, uh, so today, what have I done today? I've slept. I've slept a lot. Yesterday I was so tired. Yesterday I was so tired I kept falling asleep. Um, today, um, I had a sleep in until 10 o'clock this morning, maybe 10.30, actually, I think I probably got up until 10.30, so I was so, <sighs> oh, just telling you about it, it's made me tired, 10.30, and then we got up, and then what did we do, I think I had breakfast, and then, um, mooched about I think and then the others went and played um because it wasn't terribly nice it wasn't horrible but it wasn't terribly nice weather it was a bit overcast to be honest with you um others went and played um golf mini golf and I went into town with my mum um, because the other day, you know, I told you the other day that I'd um, forgotten my PIN number, so I was trying to sort that out and that didn't work. But uh, um, and then we went and met them, and then um, we went down to the beach. Still, there were still so too many people on the beach. I think people had come down for the weekend, yeah. Um, then we came back and had uh, sort of. Oh, and then I fell asleep on the sofa for several hours. I think probably what it is, is just that term finished and we went straight on a barge and I just haven't stopped. I think that's probably what it is. Anyway, so... um, I just haven't stopped. Oh, that's it. Also, I did um, the family quiz as well. And saw my gorgeous and beautiful sister and her fiancé, who were, bless them, they were supposed to be getting married today. Um, So I thought, oh my God, that's tough for them. So Zoe and Lee are supposed to be getting married to them today. Uh, They're supposed to be getting married today. You know, and that's, you know, that's hard, isn't it? That's hard if you're supposed to be getting married today. So for any of you, so if any of your, you'll know this, if any of your family was supposed to be having like a big birthday or if any of your family was supposed to be getting married and and they've had to um, postpone it or anything like that, that's really hard, really, really hard. Um, so obviously, that's not happened. Um, she's put that. They've, sorry, they've decided to postpone that until next year because um, she's obviously still stuck in Singapore. Um, so that's where we should have been today we should have been celebrating their wedding 
um, um, which will be a utterly fantastic day when that happens. Um, and that's just a matter of time. Um, but that's still, you know, you obviously get geared up for that, don't you? Anyway, it was still wonderful to see my sister. Um, and I think she won. I've got a feeling that her, because it's her and Lee who um, team up, and I think she might have pipped it um, at the quiz, although um, I've got a feeling she might have known some of the questions somehow. Who knows? Anyway, so... Um, I'm going to let her off today. Um, so, um, yes, we did that. La, la, la. Yeah, and then, so they went and played crazy golf. I did, I'm not interested in that kind of stuff. Um, and then the boys headed down to, to the beach, but the sand was all wet. I'm, I'm not there for that. So, um, I hung about for a bit and then I said to my dad, oh, I'm cold. And so I got him to take me back home. And um, and we came back and then I fell asleep for several hours, I think it might have been. For several hours on the sofa. In fact, the hours that I should have been spending doing this. Um, yeah, um, and then we had a sumptuous meal, it was a crab tagliatelle, my dad is an amazing cook, he's like chef standard, amazing cook, absolutely fantastic, um, so yum yum yum, um, really delicious food, uh, yeah, I just love, I just love spending time with my parents. It's fantastic. Oh, it's just, yeah, I love it. Love it, love it, love it. My kids, all of my kids love spending, love coming over here. It's just fantastic. Um, as, as we speak, um, the kids are being read to by my parents. So, I love it. I just love it. Right. So, what are we doing? We're looking at, oh, 126. So, this is the finishing. This is the end. Not of the whole thing, but of one, one story, certainly. So let's read it. O thou, my lovely boy, who in thy power dost hold time's fickle glass in his sickle hour, who has by waning gown and therein showest thy lovers withering as thy sweet self growest, if nature sovereign's mistress overrack as thou goest onward. 
still will pluck thee back. She keeps thee to this purpose, that her skill may time disgrace and wretched minute kill. Yet fear her, O thou minion of her pleasure, she may detain, but not still keep her treasure. Her audit, though delayed, answered must be, and her quietus is to render thee. Now, that is shorter, you'll notice that is shorter than is normal. So this is only 12 lines. Um, so, and you can, you can hear that's, you know, that's, you can hear that's only 12 lines, can't you? So this is the, the final sonnet to the fair youth. So let's go through it. O thou, my lovely boy, who in thy power dost hold time, fickle glass, his sickle hour, who hast by waning gown and therein showest thy lover's withering as thy sweet self growest. O oh, my lovely boy, you seem to have power over time itself, immune to its capacity to cut things down. Um, uh, but a Yes. Okay. Um, yes. Okay. I mean, she's got things down. Yes. Okay. You've only grown more beautiful as you've aged, revealing in the process how withered I. Uh, your lover have become. Um, yeah. If nature, sovereign mistress, over rack, as thou goest onwards, still will pluck thee back. She keeps thee to this purpose, that her skill may time disgrace and wretched minute kill. If nature, which has told, which has power over destruction, has chosen you to hold, sorry, has chosen to hold you back from decay, she's doing so for this reason, to disgrace time and kill its effects. Um... Yeah, okay. 
yet fear her, O thou minion of pleasure. Yet in spite of this, you should fear her, though your nature's best love pet. She may detain, but not keep, not, uh, but not still keep her treasure. She can preserve you for a time, but she can't keep you her treasure always. So she can't keep you alive always. She can't keep you beautiful always. She can't keep you alive always. She may detain, yeah. Uh, her audit, though delayed, answered must be. And her quietus in, is to render thee. Nature will eventually be to called to offer her accounts. And though she can delay this, she has to do it. And the way she'll pay her debt to time is with you. Yeah. Okay, so this is, you know, this is, you know, this is saying you are beautiful um, and you have grown more beautiful as you've aged um, but be aware that you cannot that that although you know you you are still beautiful don't think that you are immortal um, because um, no one's immortal nobody's immortal and eventually everything dies including you now this is completely different to what Shakespeare has said before. Shakespeare before has said, has always said to him, I will keep you alive through my sonnets. Hasn't he? Shakespeare has always said, you will be alive. Um, eternally through my love through my sonnets and in this sonnet Shakespeare is saying you are going to die Um, it is inevitable you are beautiful And I love you, but it is inevitable that things die. In their time, things have to die. Because time destroys 
both love and beauty. It's, it's, so it's kind of like saying that, you know, Shakespeare knows that his sonnets will exist forever. But he doesn't feel the need to kind of bring this to the youth's attention. Before, he would always put that maybe in lines 13 and 14 and he's kept those out on purpose. And this final closing sonnet dealing with the young man is coming full circle from where we've seen Shakespeare in this kind of deferential submission where he was like a puppy Um, and like a doormat. Remember, we were calling him a doormat. Um, Into one of um, equality. And into uh, one of his own kind of Beyonce... Um, level-headedness saying darling you are gorgeous um, and beautiful but you know you will die because we all die and I am grateful that we have spent time together and I'm grateful that that we had the love that we had but there is no passion there anymore and I will always love you for the love that we did have but you know we're done and when you're when you love somebody but you're not in love with someone you can you don't need to fight for them anymore you know and this O thou minion of her pleasure. That's a bit, I think that's a bit spicy, do you know what I mean? Nature's pet. Nature's. You know, do you want to be a a pet of nature
who hast by waning grown, and therein shows like thy lover's withering. And it's not just shown. me withering you know me Shakespeare withering but I Shakespeare withering but also you know all all your other lovers (laughs) withering Um, you know and once again it's not how nice he is or anything like that it's just about what he looks like isn't it so I mean again we don't know what he's like whether whether you know this got fair youth maybe traded on his looks maybe that was the best thing about him maybe he was a wretched soul maybe you know maybe his looks were the best thing you know maybe he was ghastly maybe he wasn't a very nice person me I'd be offended if that's all you could say about me was my my looks but this you know this missing of the two last lines is quite significant because it is missing the Um, the um, and I will keep you in posterity that kind of thing those two lines that he would usually put there so tomorrow we will see in 127 where Shakespeare goes from here. Dun, dun, dun! Okay, so, now we're going to have a look at um, a really famous poem that, um, for some reason I haven't looked at, um, but, uh, I don't know why I haven't looked at it. Um, yeah, but it's a, by a guy called uh, Samuel Taylor Coleridge, who um, was born on the twenty first of of um, October, seventeen seventy two. So it was like hundreds of years. I was born in 72, 1972, before me, um, and um, and died the 25th of July, 1834. He was an English poet, 
literary cricket cricket literary cricket cricket critic and philosopher and theologian theologian that basically means he studied about god he was with william wordsworth was a founder of romantic movement and a member of the lake poets he unfortunately had um, crippling bouts of anxiety and depression um, and people have sort of looked at whether um, they think he had um, bipolar disorder um, but it hadn't that kind of thing hadn't been defined during his lifetime um, now one of the people I hold dearest in my life has bipolar um, and I love them to pieces um, and it is a truly terrible thing to see it's a thing that um, Kanye West's going through at the moment um, and you can uh, they usually people who have bipolar are usually um, geniuses um, because they're so totally creative um, and and complex people um, and um, I think they get lost in a different type of reality and the problem is is that um, the chemicals that are going on in their heads um, because it's it's a it's a kind of seems to me like a um, these uh, it's a sort of an imbalance of chemicals in the in the head or in the within the body and without medical help um, and rectification um, you need to have a, a sort of medical help to get these chemicals back in you know these chemicals in your body you need to get like a medical help to get these body to get these chemicals um back um hang on i just need to get my computer um battery up and running um but without these chemicals being stabilized um then um, you can't really help peep these people out of the the fog that they're in, um, and they don't realise that they're in this kind of fog. Um, and so it, you know it's really kind of difficult. Um, yeah, so, but it's, you know, it's all to do with this kind of chemical imbalance. That's as far as I know. Now, obviously, you can tell that I'm not a doctor. I'm just a drama teacher. Um, but it's really difficult because you can't tell an adult 
you need to take these tablets. You can't tell them. Um, so, uh, and it's really difficult to watch somebody you, somebody that you love be that sick um, and be so out of character. Um, it is really hard. Uh, yeah. It's very, you know, so... And, you know, Kanye West... Um, you know, and you've got people like Charlemagne the main, the man, you know, Charlemagne the god, is, is saying, well, he's doing it for... He always does it for... Um, before his albums come out and stuff like that. You know, and, and you get people like that always kind of just sort of dismissing um, his illness and stuff like that. So you always get people kind of dismissing illnesses and stuff like that, you know. Um, bipolar is an awful, awful thing for, for people who have it. Um, and it's not to be dismissed at all right um, but what they used to do is they used to treat it with um, laudanum which in um, then fostered a lifelong opium addiction which made it him very difficult to grow up around um, um and he married somebody which he then grew to detest. Um, yeah, which was unfortunate, very, very unfortunate. Um, yeah. Yeah. So not a particularly happy person. He ended up in Highgate, which those of you who've been listening to this know that um well um know that I was grew I grew up in Highgate. Um yeah. So I I know that um that he was there and he actually uh when he died he was buried in um St Michael's Parish Church which I think that's I used to go to nursery school. St Michael's Parish Church um, and I think my oh is that St Anne's I don't know my mum will tell me um, not sure not sure not sure because it says here college could see the red door of the new church from his residence across the green where he lived with the doctor he had hoped might cure him in a house owned today by Kate Moss. Um, yeah. So, I think St. Mike, I think St. Michael's is where I went to nursery school. Um, um, and I think it's where also my sister was baptised. I think so anyway. 
and obviously we know everything's about me. Anyway, so this uh, poem, which is called Kubla Khan, uh, is was never finished, so in, it seemed it seemed as being as having um, an added romantic aura. Um, now, um, part of the romantic um, romantic. Uh, romantic poetry is the poetry of the romantic era an artistic literary musical and intellectual movement that originated in Europe towards the end of the 18th century it involved a reaction against the prevailing enlightenment ideas of the 18th century and lasted approximately from 1800s to 1850 there you go um, and the main characteristics of romantic literature include a fo- focus on the writer or narrator's emotions and inner world, celebration of nature, beauty and imagination, rejection of industrialization, organised religion, rationali- ra- rationalism and social convention. There you go. There you go. Okay. Just in case you wanted to know. So. So, Kubla Khan. Kubla Khan. Right. It's a bit long, but you bear with. In Xanadu did Kubla Khan a stately pleasure dome decree when Alf, the sacred river, ran through caverns measureless to man down to a sunless sea so twice five miles of fertile ground with walls and towers were girdled round and there were gardens bright with sinuous rills where blossomed many an incense bearing tree and here were forests ancient as the hills Enfolding sunny spots of greenery. But oh, that deep romantic chasm which slanted down the green hill, athwart a caden cover, a savage place as holy and enchanted as e'er beneath a waning moon was haunted by woman wailing for her demon lover. And from this chasm, with ceaseless turmoil seething, as if this earth in fast thick pants were breathing. A mighty fountain momentally was forced, amid whose swift half intermitted burst. Huge fragments vaulted like rebounding hail or chaffy grain beneath a thresher's flail. And mid these dancing rocks at once and ever, it flung up momentally the sacred river. Five miles meandering with mazy motion, through woods and dale the sacred river ran, then reached the caverns measureless to man, and sank in tumult to a lifeless ocean. And mid this tumult Kubla heard from far, ancestral voices 
prophesizing war. The shadow of the doom, dom, dome, hello, the dome of pleasure floated midway on the waves where was heard the mingled measure from the fountain and the caves. It was a miracle of rare device, a sunny pleasure dome with caves of ice. A damsel with a dulcimer in a vision I once saw. It was an Abyssinian maid, and on her dulcimer she played, sings of a mount, Aborea. Could I revive within me a symphony and a song, to such a deep delight twould win me, that with a music loud and long, I would build that dome in air, that sunny dome, those caves of ice, and all who heard would see them beware there, and all should cry, beware, beware, his flashing eyes, his floating hair, weave a circle round him thrice, and close your eyes with holy dread, for he on honey dewed hath fed, and drunk the milk of paradise. So that's about Kubla Khan. Um, and it's kind of told, it reminds us of the, the, um, the, China in the far east um, and about The River Alf. So apparently, he, um, he'd fallen asleep after taking some opium. And he'd had this fantastic vision. He'd been, uh, he'd then, um, see, when he woke up, he seized a pen and began writing furiously. 
then at the end, afterwards, he'd, he'd been, was interrupted by a person seeking business from Porlock. And then after it, he was unable to recall the rest of the vision or poetry um, because, yeah, because he'd been interrupted. So that's why it's unfinished. Pleasure Dome, built in Xanadu, according to the decree of Kublai Khan. So Kublai Khan was a warrior. Mm, there you go. Kublai Khan heard ancestral voices bringing prophecies of war. There you go. Do remember that, reading that when I was younger anyway. So my guys, I hope that you're well. Um, yeah. I hope that you're making good choices. There were less people on the, the beach today, which was good to see. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So I want you to stay in apart from... Uh, when you're going out and doing your constitutionals, I want you to stay safe. Remember to wear your mask when you're going into shops. And I want you to stay gorgeous. Like you have a choice. And I will be in touch with you tomorrow. You can always get in touch with me uh, via um, email. So that's karen.vanderhoven at turnerschools.com or via um, Facebook either or the, that's fine I hope you're okay and I shall speak to you tomorrow take care bye